Good evening, boys, and welcome to the boss's big desk again. Always say good day to you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to meeting this man. One of my all-time favourites, Justin Lepich. Welcome, mate. Great to be on, Derm. Yeah. Thanks for having me, boys. Teammates, anything to disclose there? Yes. How long's the show? Number 23, because of this bloke? Was that uh, the idea? Um, yes. You started idolising? Yeah, you yeah. played Hawthorne under 19s? Under 19s, 17s, all little league. They could only lot, take so. a couple, couldn't they? No, yeah. they, they, they Red heads. They delisted me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, that's, that, that's almost, what, what do you, it's not racism, what do you call that now? <laughs> Red headsism. The, there's <laughs> a vilification. <laughs> yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, but still yeah we can talk like that. That's right. Yeah, it's right. mildly accepted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but there was, there was something about that list back then that they only had a couple of vacancies there, wasn't there? Yeah, it was the 19s and the 18s become a swap over there. So they got rid of the 19s and created the uh, now the TAC Cup. So, yeah, um, yeah I was delisted, unfortunately, Derm. So. Yeah. Very disappointed yeah. about Couldn't that. Couldn't have two yeah. boats yeah. strutting around. <laughs> 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 well, welcome, mate. Um, uh, in all honesty, one of our absolute favourites and uh, with the Tigers now. And uh, they're kicking on. They're doing pretty well. You must, you know, you're out of, the, out of the fire, so to speak, up north at his mob. Yep. Oh, you're old mob too, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> of course. And, uh, well, you're the reason why the yeah, Tigers the are going oh, so well now. Yes, eight months is a long time in footy term, isn't it? But they're really excited, enjoying the time with Dimmer and the boys. And uh, But I will yeah. say, when I went down to the rooms after the <laughs> Melbourne game... Yep. To see you smile and have as much fun. I know it's real hard work, but yeah. to see you enjoying it as much as you do, you must be wrapped. Yeah, I think we're really enjoying the, the brand in which we're playing down there and uh, the boys are competitive. And look, we've got a, still got a relatively young group in a lot of sense. And I coach the forwards, which is, apart from Jack Rewald, a, a pretty young group. But geez, they really have a crack and um, we're enjoying that and making that the basis of our game. So is it a complete game plan change from last year or is it a game plan beautifully executed by some informed players? I think there is some changes, and, and most of it's got to do with personnel, really. Yep. I mean, uh, it's funny, our front-half turnover stuff's been pretty good, our pressure's been pretty good, and that's been commented, but it's mainly to do with the introduction of the players you bring in. If, yep. you, if you want to bring in a lot of small blokes that can, that can be really quick, geez, you'd want a pressure, wouldn't you? Otherwise, because yep. you can't really mark the ball as much. So, yeah, it's, it's really been as much as the personnel that's aided the game plan see, change. See Brisbane have a big win last week, and Chris Fagan got involved in the song. You had a bigger way win. Was there any talk of joining in and making it a big club thing at, at any stage? Or is that, is that done and dusted now? Or is that just a spur-of-the-moment thing that may, may happen, depending on emotion? I don't think there's any rules around that stuff. I think that's really up to the club and the coach at the time what they want to do. I'm, I think it, I'm probably still tarred by the Lee Matthews brush, but no one was allowed to in any circle apart from the players. Yeah. So you sometimes carry those things through your coaching career. They're things that don't really matter, let's be honest, at the end of the day. But yeah. it's always good when you see the whole club in there. They love yeah. it. The supporters love it when that happens. Yeah. I want to ask you about, you mentioned Jack Revolt before, and it would take, you know, great players like Jack. They're always wanting to come to the footy. It would play, take a pretty serious player to ride roughshod on him and go, get out of my space. And that's what Dustin Martin did. We've got some footage coming up here now to show that... Well, you can talk us through it at the end and tell us what you see on this, but you look at Dusty Martin here. Now, look at him. Twice he points to Jack Revolt, get out of my space. Don't bring your man here because I've got this done. Yeah, it's, it's really good team play by Jack. I mean, let's be honest, we want to get him out of the way for the good players, don't we? Um, so <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure he'd be listening right <laughs> yes. now, so I'll put that one in for him. But oh, just ultimately, that's great team play. I think they're the little things that we really enjoy. A little enjoying. bit of both? A little bit of both, but it's really good. Because he's not going to run away 
for, for young Butler. <laughs> if Butler goes, get out of my space. Well, I'm hoping he, he does. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a smart play not to bring him inside. To, uh, you know, you've got a player with a 1v9 up ahead. You don't want to run your player into that space. So it was yeah. really your smart work by Jack. Just while we're talking about Dustin Martin, are you surprised that he doesn't get tagged? Or, or has he had people come to him? He has. It's really hard for probably to tag Dusty. It's an intriguing yeah. uh, matchup. But he Why? Had, uh, well, he's just for the fact that he can go forward, he can go mid. It's a very special type that can only be with that player, that can compete as a forward. He's strong enough not to get... He's our best one-on-one player inside 50 right now. Yeah. And he's probably only playing 20 30% down there. So you've got to be able to match him in the inside mm. and then go forward and I had my reservations well. early as a midfielder that he mightn't be able to outrun most other oppositions. What's his tank like these days? It looks to be pretty good, but what is yeah, it like? Yeah, he's an ultimate burst player, as you see. That that footage pretty much sums up Dusty. You know, he's got two or three of those in him and then needs a break, probably rest forward and go off. So, you know, he's got he's, he's a real power athlete. And Your, sp- um, your spread from the contest, though, is, is a part of that, that reason. But I think it's good as well because I think they're getting better ball. Dusty's ball this year is, is a lot more efficient. Alice's ball is now moving forward rather than, rather than back and, and going across. Cotchen's not wrapping around the back anymore. So it's, it seems like that has just enabled you with a change in personnel in terms of the way you want them to play has helped your entire spread as a team to get away from the contest and be more accurate. Yeah, and the, and the guys are really playing to their strengths. Um, and I think that's important. Um, I think when, particularly when you play with the ball. I mean, we of, often all have a style, don't we? We mm. grow up and whether we're an intercept mark player or we run and carry player, I think all yeah. of our players at the moment are, are sort of playing to their strengths and it's, and it's obviously helping the team. It's a long way to go. I mean, yeah. I, I know we're all pumping ourselves up right at this second. There's still eight weeks to go and we've got a lot of work to do uh, as a footy club. But I guess right now we're tracking, um, you know, where we want to be. Mm. One of the players that's probably been harshly criticised over the years for Richmond before we get on the St Kilda, um, Brandon Ellis. He seems to have been having a really good year and he gives you that run-off halfback that probably has been missing, especially with Hooley out of the side. Yeah, he's been at really high in the last month. Um, his influence for the footy club and just his possession gains and ability to transition back the other way. So, yeah, I think the back line in, in itself, and Ben Rutten does that, and he does a really good job, not only the tools uh, with Rancy and Dave and, and Dylan, but also those halfbacks. Um, but... Good effort with our basher also last week. He's probably our main driver there. Yeah. Now, you're up in a real danger game here because the Saints can be seriously on or lower-ranked teams can get them. Last week, they showed that their heat, their pressure was going to be good and they go in runs with that for a few weeks. They're a good pressure team. What, what is it you see about the, the Saints and how they do it? Yeah, it's good, good summation to them. They're a really good pressure team. They're a good um, front-half pressure team as well. They press forward really hard into your face and they make you make poor decisions with the ball. Um, and that's a part of their string. Really good modern style game, game of footy they're playing at the moment. So it's going to be a real challenge for us. We have to be really on um, and switched on in close this week because, as you see in the, in the vision, they have swarming numbers and they, they really ramp the pressure up on you. Nick, Nick Rewald's been a super player for a long, long time. He's going to break the marks record, um, well, maybe this week, maybe the week after. <laughs> what concerns you most about him? Obviously, he's going to cover enormous territory. Five behind Dempsey and six to be the all-time greatest. So maybe it's a couple of weeks because um, <laughs> Justin will shut him down. Yeah. But are you more concerned if he's doing that wing, half-back running role or deep 50? Obviously, his most damage is inside 50, what, yeah. he, what he does. Um, but he's got that such that great motor that he can also get back and assist. And then he can do it all. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing at his age. I mean, I even played on him. That's, that's how long ago. <laughs> that's how long he's been around. Uh, I but, played with him. Yeah. And yeah. the twos at Brisbane. Really? His first game for the Brisbane Lions twos. How did he go back then? 
I actually can't remember. <laughs> never introduced yourself to him. That'd be right. Are you glad I asked you that then? Are you surprised? We move on to another game. Are you surprised that in the one weekend we had two of the serious aerial intercept markers in the comp tagged, well, as good as a tag and a press on the other one, and Jeremy Howe and and also Trengo mm. did a did a job on Rance. Yeah, it was. It was interesting, isn't it? I mean, the possession game players are so important nowadays. Um, you see. Halfbacks tagged a lot, the runners, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the drivers off halfback, but but not so much the markers. Uh, no, no, you don't often see it. So it's it's it's. I think in, over the time it's happened in spurts, but um, I wonder if it's going to be a trend going forward. But Alex was definitely on rattled at halftime mm. uh, coming into that. He was he wasn't prepared, but after that he did a good job. So we saw Koch speak to him. Did did anyone any of the coaches have a chat to him, or what might they have said? Yeah, oh, look, only Ben Rutten and probably Koch were the two. You try and keep the distance a little bit. You don't want eight people running at you when you know <laughs> you've sort of had an average first half of the yeah. game. I, I thought it was handled really well, and and Alex responded. That's the most important thing. How do you respond? What, what, what do, is he the kind of bloke who says, give me another shot at him, or does he say, give me the information? What does he want? Well, most of the time it's about just keeping it simple. What do you want me to do? And, and often it's just to go out and play on Trengrove and make sure he doesn't have an influence. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I think sometimes you can try and do too many things. You know, I'll try and break the tag. I'll play on him, you go over there, and you, you end up confusing yourself. So I think once he settled into it, it, so it wasn't are, an issue. If the Saints do it to him this week, what will you do? Oh, he'll be well prepared for it. I would have thought this week. Uh, I won't tell you exactly what he was going to do, but most of it would be pretty simple, basically, and him play to his strengths. What about around clearances then from a, a Port Adelaide point of view? They, they, you scored okay from them, you, you actually handled things okay, but they just seemed to get a little bit of a handle on you in, in that area of the ground. Yeah, we did. We were able to at least manage the, the uh, score sources from stoppage, um, which was important for us. I mean, we identified that they're great in that area, Port Adelaide, so it was good to do that um, and enable some of those that outside work that you've seen to... To sort of probably just edge us over the line in the end. Ryder, I think, is critical, obviously, for them. So, with the way Vardy played last week, that matchup now, I think, becomes you know, extremely important, especially Vardy with the confidence going forward to, to score. Well, Moose we know Ryder can do that. Moose will be in soon, but he's adamant that he's always been a great proponent of, of Nathan Vardy. And we were all sitting back going, oh, come on, Moose, because he can't touch it. You know, mm-hmm. He's not introducing himself to the <laughs> agate. No, he's not. But we saw last mm. weekend he, his game. He came out, and especially in the last quarter, he was superb. I want to ask you about Andrew Gaff. There's certain players you tag in the comp. There's certain players you sort of let go. They let Andrew Gaff go last week, and he got it 42 times. Mm. Yeah, often the next uh, opposition looks at that with uh, much closer than the one that's there. Mm. Um, yeah, he's, he's a difficult one, uh, Gaff, because he gets a lot of handball receive ball as well, and he's such a line breaker, uh, and he's such a hard worker and good runner. So Deport only sent, they really only send out one run with, don't they? Yeah, no, Ebert does Ebert. A, a bit of work, and, and he did that on Cochin last week. So it's mm. a sort of similar matchup that might might do that this week. So if you were in in their box, would you say Ebert, Mitchell, Prudis? Gaff or Shuey, who would you send him to? He needs a job, doesn't he? He likes a job. Uh, you normally take the most outside of the group, um, you know, and then the, the other ones you try and match the stoppage a little bit, get some bigger bodies on them. But if they're not going to beat you on the turnover or the spread, you're probably less like, likely to put a hard runner on them. Um, so Ebert's a great hard runner, so you'd probably put him on the, the hard running type. No Josh Kennedy for, for West Coast Lynch. Have you seen for Jack Darling? Week. I think he's handled taking the responsibility, you know, really well. He's played well for two weeks in a row now. And, well, and last week in particular, he was used as a target. We spoke mm. before about Drew Petrie was the main target inside 50. And, and Drew looked like he was the most dangerous forward and we've seen over uh, numerous games, and in particular since he's been in the team and their loss to Gold Coast. Mm. He would look like the one who could 
break the game open. But Jack Darling was more the focal point. And I suppose it's an interesting one because Jack sometimes plays deep, but he gets up the ground as well. So he's not always the number one target inside 50. Yeah, well, he, at Richmond, he'd be an extreme tall. Um, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's, only, uh, yeah, he's right. probably only a, a sort of a medium style in, in their setup, isn't it? So uh, obviously a very good player. Um, but obviously, yeah, funneling more ball through him and it seems to be working okay. Did you ever play on Cam Mooney? I did. How'd you go? <laughs> I'm you whack I, can't I can't remember. No, he he did okay. I'll let him have three or four touches. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let him sort it out when you moons is in after the break, boys. <laughs> Miserable work, but it's a job for two of our boys at the table. It wasn't exactly a rooster's tail coming off the back of it as I was flying out of the blocks. Yeah, man. Oh, well, good to see you, hey, mate. Now, uh, you're up there for Powerade, doing your mm. do, whatever it is, Betty Boo. Sure hey, yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> you just I'm a bit dehydrated. I just need to get hydrated You know what you did, Dirk? <laughs> <laughs> not the time. It was actually our second instalment, wasn't it, Joe? We it did was. one in Sydney a couple of months ago. We yep. went up to Brisbane and, as you can see, it was a horrible day. It was raining all day. It was actually the night we were up there for the game next day. Oh, when we, we saw the, the, light, the, yeah, the thunder open up. So the next day it was still raining, so we still had to do it. Moons and I, of course, courageous, as you can see, yeah. straight out amongst it. The NRL boys. Who's uh, the that, NRL boys? Justin Hodges, Mark Gaznia. They didn't, didn't want to do with the wet oh, weather. They, turned up they were there, but bit soft. in spirit more than anything, they just had wanted to know. Did they have a go? You know rugby boys like that. They're not the toughest folk. Especially when you call them rugby boys. So the lead boys. So look, no, we had a we had a good time. And what you do? Well, we got through the uh, the agility, the beep, the power. And, How'd you go, uh, beep? How'd no, beep, beep, beep was, on you. Beep no, was okay. No, scores have improved. Don't worry. We're, we're going okay. Come on, we're going all right. Don't what worry about that. No, the the best part about it. Dodge, dodge, dodge. That was the thing because I need to bring this up with Moons because off the ball. I thought we're on the same team, yet Moons. It's quite clear there that. Well, You've got it was me in funny, your sights. I, was just seeing I know there's only five points between us. I all about that actually happened, but actually I didn't lynch you because what it did, yeah. it reminded me of something that happened really? back in oh, 2004. No. I don't know if you've ever seen this, <laughs> level, but this is where young Brad Johnson thought he'd outrun me. Bang! <laughs> straight over the top of him. Cameron Lynn gave me oh, high fives. Oh, oh, look at him whinging, carrying on. He's embarrassing. Courage straight off the ground. the big hairy cat coming in. Look at him. Moose, what are you over at? 105? Little Bradley there. Get the smallest bike on the field around You really nailed the big Herculean. Keep on, whatever. So I thought I'd just reminisce and we'd do that again. Did you miss any games? No, I didn't miss a game. It wasn't that bad. What, so, like just a broken... Just a collarbone. You know, nothing. Pop out there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No issue. Just <laughs> no uh, sorted it out. But, no, we had a bit of fun up there. And Ooh. we've got one more to go. The back best part about the day was uh, meeting Wayne Bennett <laughs> in the uh, We got in to the, go uh, so in the, the Broncos uh, train, um, yeah. training ground. So we got to go in there. We're having a shower. And in there's Bennett just doing weights and... Doing weights, right. yeah. Yeah. doing weights. Yeah, doing a bit of a workout. Yeah, so you He's got him for everything except so the power. 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 Moons is unbelievable. Power. Seriously, he can still jump. 
he gets really good height. What so do you do? I've got to work on that over the next period of time. We're a draw at the moment, so you're a duck's disease, little, have you? Yeah, I can't get off the <laughs> I can't get off the ground anymore, mate. Especially if it's wet. You shouldn't see me in the wet. I couldn't get this, this far off the What's ground. What did you jump? Did they tell you? Uh, oh, look, I can't remember off the top of my head. But... King Owen. Phone book under yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, the beep test and the agility the probably measurement. aren't my friends at the moment, yeah. so that's what I'm trying to work on. Yeah. You got the tattoo arms, have yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do that one. Then all of a sudden, you launch the yep. There you Smart. go. Well, talk, help us go through this one. Uh, you and Leopard Brisbane take on Geelong this weekend. Uh, the Cats, good win last week, obviously. Yeah, you would have seen them, and you'd love seeing your old boys do super well. Let's have a look at who's in and out. Can you read that? I've got to put my specs over there. Oh, I'll tell you from a Brisbane point Selwood of view. Parfitt, didn't uh, seeing Dane Beams come back into the side. Yeah, which is that's a big, uh, big inclusion well, of course. Dane Beams three to four. Like. Yeah. I tell you, he got smashed by uh, Shane Mumford. Did the AC, but um, obviously he's had okay. Okay. what he in. saw last week. He said, "I want a little piece of that." Oh, he must have seen my vision and thought, "Well, if he can come back after a week, <laughs> yeah. after getting hit by Moons, then." Well, it's interesting <laughs> they're bringing Parfitt back in Geelong because. Uh, Unbelievable talent. They're big raps on him. I'm not sure if you've seen any vision of him, Leopard, but Matty Scarlett said at the start of the year he hasn't been excited about a young guy coming into the footy So what does he do? I've only seen glimpses of him. So what does he do that excites him? You probably know him better than me, but he's unbelievably skillful, isn't he? Oh, he is. And his natural run suits the way Geelong play. So he likes to cut the angles, get in behind, get that nice little uh, handball receive in front of him. Is he super quick? Endurance run? He's not super quick, but just just his smarts make him look really quick. And he's quick by, uh, by hand as well in congestion. So... He's just got that natural footy, footy ability, Parfit, and uh, no, I'm and not sure how much injury. Today, um, I'm not sure if he's had a run in the, the VFL or not. So they're virtually bringing him straight back, maybe after mm. one run, one. But straight back in. So that just shows the faith that they've got in this kid at the moment. We saw Dane Zorko a couple of weeks ago stink it up yeah. and get tagged by Reedy, and he got five possessions. He got 30 again last week. His best on ground last week. This guy, I think. We've spoken about tagging. You've seen firsthand, yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy, I think, should be spoken about is in, in the top bracket in the AFL as player. Yeah, everyone's probably a bit late on this one, I think. And, yeah. Did he know, win two club champs? Yeah, in, in the last two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think the competition's probably late on this one. He's, he's a, a great super player. He's a great defender. Yeah, he tackles. He's, he's, he does all the great. He's probably Brisbane's most important player. Mm. I would have thought the way they play. In, bursts away, doesn't he? Yeah, really good electric speed. Can I ask you? As honest as you can be, I understand where you, where, where you have to sit with this one. That list there right now, if they just went with natural progression, you didn't add to it. All those kids say under 23. Mm. How good can those kids be? Could they be a top four team or with the nucleus of that list? Those under 23s, can they get to that stage? Yeah, I think so, and I, I don't think anyone up there would have done that planning without it. It's obviously still a year or two, maybe more away, but yep. it's history would say you get the best young talent in the competition and Jono knows mm. all about who they are and what they are probably better than me um, now. But the, the kids are sort of sticking around now. I think Ace is probably the only one that's left the last four that's drafts, right. so they're mm. sticking together and, and that's how a future's built. Um, the Brisbane Lions of 2001 was, was built in 1992, yeah. um, really, with Robert Walls and Scott Clayton there. Yeah. So, um, and I was a part of that start. So it does take some time. And you always said retention was the biggest issue yeah, and the biggest it, thing that you is. had to change. It is. And I think that attitude's shifting now, um, and it's really important that it does. But, um, yeah, it's, and, it's great to see it. And out of the three players that have come since you left, I mean, McCluggage, Berry, and Witherden, they're classy young players, mm. and they're already stepping in, looking like they're good quality mm -hmm. with the players that... Um, the leper 
Canberra debuted. Let's talk about the next game now. Collingwood take on Essen and uh, Big Reedy's back. Have we mentioned the uh, the anniversary, the 16 year anniversary today? Oh, oh yes, of the great Mary, oh. Gary, Gary Moorcroft over there in the corner. <laughs> Gary Moorcroft, <laughs> so one just, of the greatest marks of this today is this his 16th anniversary. Today, <laughs> the greatest mark of all time. You, you wouldn't know, believe it. I, I love you, but I think it was the best mark. Of I didn't, time. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I still laugh at the fact that Ben Harrison cheered the mark <laughs> of the game, which is absolutely hilarious. But anyway, um, and when I stood up, the crowd was giving you a standing ovation, so <laughs> you knew it was big. You, you always can I tell had, when you're I embarrassed because you get no, a vein coming out in the middle of your forehead. But. What Should about, be. I do Brisbane Essendon, I walk in the Essendon rooms to do pre-game, and who do I walk into? Gary Moorcroft. I haven't seen him in years. the pictures, yeah. And then the anniversary, and we run into each other. 16 which years, he's uh, still walking around. That's flying. Well, the Magpies, uh, Reed comes back in, Travis Varco comes back in, very important mm. for them, and Smith as well. They had a bit disappointing of a, last week. They were, they were disappointing. Both teams were disappointing. Well, well, Essendon to start with, and we know that like Essendon can play some good quick football ball off half-back, and we all know in most teams you need a good running half-back. Brisbane were able to press up, and they forced a lot of handball, which caused turnovers, and I think they didn't respond really well to the pressure at all. They forced the over-handball instead of that kicking they, game that they, they, they liked. They didn't defend the, uh, the turnover at all, no. instead, and particularly in the second and last quarters where Brisbane just ran straight back through them the other way. But Reed's a big one for, for Collingwood coming back in, surely. I mean, that was surely a big mistake last week of not putting him forward at least, knowing that there is that ability to swing him down back at some stage if they did need him. How hard is that? I mean, from the outside, we, we look at decisions like that. Sam Reed, um, Ben Reid going out of the side, Cox goes in. Um, obviously, there's a lot of uh, consideration internally over a long period of time about who goes in and out. Oh, it is tough, particularly the guys who've got the runs on the board. Um, only Collingwood would know internally why he is or isn't in the team. Um, but, yeah, it is it is a hard one. One of your big names, you've got to make that call. Mm. Jeez, it's hard. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game, this one. Both uncontested mark teams, um, both like big numbers in that area to win the game. So, yeah, it's going to be... Is it going to be the team that gets the best offence or the best defence that's going to get this one? Thanks. Thanks for, we're going to let you go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. John, you've been very good today. Cheers, mate. Thanks, yeah, mate. So have you. Save your energy up and give us some better highlights next time. <laughs> a little bit later in the year, you'll be coming back in. And, boys, we're going to talk about the baggers. No. They're up My off. Go on. Good. <laughs>
But Carlton aren't to be taken lightly. Oh, they're not. They're a good team. They're defending really well. They're, they're probably a bit different to the, some of the bottom half teams where they're, they're really heavily defensive mm. and less offensive. March um, banks out. Yeah, and that that, that's important. But yeah. uh, the way they support the, their defence is terrific, Carlton. They're really well systemised and, and you never want to take them lightly. I don't think that was, that was an error in bringing March back back on. He played on Jenkins the last five minutes. He stood the mark with one hand in the air. He couldn't contest. Jenkins was on fire in that last five minutes. Took advantage of, of that. So there was that aspect of Carlton last week and then just fatigue in probably the last 10 minutes of the game where Adelaide yes. were just too powerful for them. Yeah, the one thing I'd say away. about that, but does bringing him back on, wanting to do it for the team and the team needing him to do it, he failed in the yep. end, but does that send a message to the rest of this team that is desperately young, hey, even if you hurt, team comes first. Send that yeah, well, mm. you, what we don't know is, did the kids say, no, I want to go out there? Uh, or was he sent out? Or uh, yep. was he not yeah, sure? They're, right. they're all the bits we, we probably don't know in between. But yeah, all you know is what we saw. Yeah. Isn't it? And he's standing the mark with one hand. And, yep. and, it, and it, it looked like from the stands, like, let's get him off, yeah, off the ground. When, even when he run out, he, you know, he's running like, like that. Mm. And it's probably a fair indication. You go and line up on Jenkins. You're going to have to get both hands above your head or spoil with the hand that you that you can't raise. Pretty so hard to push on the shore. Exactly. Shore so maybe go the other way then. If you're going to come on like that, I know he's a defender, but you might have to push him somewhere else to, to protect him yeah. a little bit so he can still have an impact for you. You've been pretty happy with the kids and the pressure they're giving, though. Yeah, they are. Like, Kuno was, was very good. Liam Jones is... Uh, he's not a kid, but it's just he's been in the system nine years. But mm. huge surprise, I think, for... For all of us, and having spent a lot of time with, with Jonesy as a, when he was at the Dogs as a forward, he had the capabilities um, in terms of the athletic attributes, but just couldn't consistently get it together. But, you know, what he did on the weekend was just a, a magic effort, and the, I think he surprised the whole competition with how well he's, he's going. He's actually AFL1 possession game player. Yeah. For the four weeks he's played, it, it's, it's, you know, he's a couple of hit rants. It's, it's been an amazing yeah. turnaround, hasn't it? I know so we'll have a look at his good. scalps. Tom Lynch, nine disposals. Jack Revolt, ten disposals. He's got two goals, Jack. He's clever. Taylor Walker, 12 disposals, one goal. And that was from long range as well. See, what Adelaide That's tried to do well with Taylor Walker, they tried to get him right up the ground and take Liam Jones out. And it worked early. Liam Jones followed him. So they're trying to take him out. They did. They're trying to drag Liam they Jones did. out of the play. But then... But then <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, they did, though. And I mean, it, how, that's how good he's going. But they were trying yeah. to expose, like, to get... And they, it worked because they got Eddie Betts going back and getting some uncontested ball inside 50. They tried a couple of things like that because Jones' speed is, is elite. And then they just adjusted Carlton. And that actually helped them. And it helped Doherty and Simpson and these guys when they actually got Liam Jones just to plonk himself back inside 50. And then it allowed Simpson and Doherty to actually play their proper game. Yeah. Uh, you, you just said he's played nine years. How many more games are you going to play? Jonesy? Yeah. He could play for another nine years at fullback. Like, well, you know, he's he's got yeah. another 150 games in him. But... Well, well, I think still out. Well, the jury's still out in that because look, he's, he's played he needs four, to get three real good runs exactly, in a row. Exactly, but they're right. real. They're, they're not flimsy no, games. They're real games. This, but this reminds me a lot of the one. Stefan Martin thing a few years ago, where Steph mm. was sort of last sort of three months of his career. Trent West did his knee and and then oh, played, absolutely. and on average, he would have been leading the best and fairest the back eight games he played, and now yep. his career's just blossomed. That's and, right. and it seems like it's going to go down a similar yeah, path. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't seem to be a, a stopping. Yeah, he just needs to remain... If he remains healthy for the remainder of this year, they've seen enough now, I think, Carlton, to say, yep, we'll lock you away again, give you another summer to improve in that area. He's probably and going to TAFE over the last 12 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Where's my new oh, career? Well, There's no right. doubt, if, if he uh, 
fell out of favour, he's getting picked up. By do any other? Else, I was going to say, sure. do any other clubs come knocking for a, a, well, you've got a Liam six foot Jones? Five athletic bloke, you've oh. shown that can play. Yeah. Down I would back. have thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. No he's it's a career mm. move, which is yeah. huge, isn't it? I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Um, you had a look at the game. You you love the pressure of like Jack oh, Silvani. Jack Silvani. Yeah, look, I, and it's only the little things, but I know you as a as a forwards coach, you you appreciate the the pressure that's put on. And look, they get no stats for it and all that sort of stuff. But the impact it had in Adelaide getting the the ball out was significant. It was two and three efforts consistently. He got a goal or so to, to help his game out and all that sort of stuff. But I sat back going, it's the first time I've seen Jack Silvani really attack it for four quarters in the pressure stake. So we understand he's developing and he'll be getting you know more attuned to playing four quarters of, of AFL football. But it's that pressure side of things that, mm. as you know, with your with your yeah. uh, small brigade, that uh, really helps you score. Yeah, well, and he's not small. So it's actually no, a, right. a rare talent for someone. So what was he, 190-odd, maybe mm. a little yep. bit more. So it's a great, you know, Philip, to have most of the 192 as a... Uh, doing more offense and defense, so yeah. it, it is a, a really good, you know, fillet for Carlton to have. One of the great matchup matchups will be in the ruck. I mean, Cruiser, who's arguably in as good a form as he's ever been, career best. I'd because say. like we've always talked about, and I'm sure you look closely, his second and third efforts on the spread have, have pretty much been always good, or when he's fit, they're good. His tap work's been much better, <coughs> and he's he's going to have a great contest against Gorn. He's still trying to work his way back into some match fitness. Took some good contested marks too last week, Cruiser. Yeah, it's, it is going to be amazing. Cruiser, that follow-up, that's the bit that probably, yeah. you know, he's probably the best in the competition, probably with Nan Curvis. Yep. Sorry, Nan, can I mention <laughs> you as well? Just that, getting that second So Nan Curvis is at that level. Yeah, he is. I, mean, yep. I think he had 10 contested position last week, Nan. So whilst Ryder does a bit of that, you know, he, he can get after the next ball, which mm. is really helpful. Yeah. He's probably a better kick than Cruiser too, Nanko. He's a lovely kick of the footy, Nanko. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, should have talked about him when we are talking about yeah, Richmond. Sorry, let's yeah. move on. You two pumping each other up. And speaking of pumping up, what about the mighty horse? <laughs> they're yeah. back. Well, what they've done a little bit, over the... Yeah. Especially the last couple of weeks has, has been unbelievable, really. He's coached brilliantly. Well, it looked like... I mean, I thought the first half of the year, and we've all played in successful sides... Um, they look like they'd resigned... The experienced players look like they resigned themselves to the fact the era's over. And now it looks like the older blokes have embraced the period that they're going into mm. and these young guys that are coming through and there's a plethora of them. There's like half a dozen players that are playing roles and showing some real class. Some of them have been around a couple of years, but some of these players are playing incredible roles through the middle of the ground and down back in particular. I, ju I just touched on Clarkson, but... You go through their last three wins, he turns up against Sydney and he says, right, Rampy will play at the back, we isolate that, that'll give us Hodge free at our end. Uh, we put Roughhead into the middle for the bouncers, then he drifts forward and he made all these serious little moves, obviously keeping off, and he had a win in the coach's mm. box. He then comes up a couple of weeks ago and has a great win in the coach's box against Adelaide. He then comes up against Collingwood and has a great win in the coach's box, neutralises Jeremy Howe's ability to intercept Mark and he, he, he stretches and spreads Collingwood, anticipated zone. So when you go into the, the, the coach's box before the game on Saturday and he says, I've got an idea of how we're going to win this, you're going to dial in. Mm. Yeah. You're actually going to tune in and go, what's he given us this week? Because if he gives the right one, which he probably will, we'll, we'll win. Now, they mightn't win. They might, they mightn't. But they believe in what he says It's a good now. shift, though, because mm. I, I listen to you guys and, and, and Derm through your premiership years. You focus on yourselves, don't you? And you, you worry about what you're doing. The opposition's yep. there. You know the little bits and pieces about them. But ultimately, you spoke about the way Brisbane would prepare and, and get themselves right for, for games. 
that's where Clarkson would be with Hawthorne because they were so dominant with the senior players and core they had. Now it's a shift back the other way. It's probably helping his coaching, and that's why the players are buying in because he's now focusing on maybe some opposition um, traits that he might have had to in the past to get these victories. Yeah, if you don't listen to Alistair Clarkson as a coach, you're probably not going to listen to anyone, no. eh? So, I mean, yeah. he's got the runs on the board to do that. But, yeah, the uncontested possession stuff still there. One would, I know their contested possessions creeped up a little bit. Mm. But, um, yeah, they, they're just so good at moving the ball. And they recruit that way. It, it, it's, they're one club that seems to, from the recruiting department all the way through to the playing field are all on the same page with what they want to do and achieve. Right across the board. Yeah, Burton, Hardwick playing that small defender role. Brand, Sicily... Um, O'Brien, Howe through the middle of the ground is doing those bit of run with roles. Mm. Sort of so he's rejigged so those young players. Yeah, he has. It? And we've got yeah. to remember what the work Mitchell's doing. He's only a kid still. I mean, he's come in played an incredible role. But it looks like if they get the game on their terms, that uncontested style, and hit their targets, they don't lose. Like They haven't lost the game. If their um, kicking percentage is 70 or above, they haven't lost the game this year. So you've yeah. got to put pressure yeah. on Hawthorne. I think they're one and, one and six, is it? From the other 70? way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the other way. Yeah. Six and... Six and zip if they go lower than 70. Yes. Yeah, so what about the, the GWs? Still the best list in the comp, but we pointed out a few weeks ago, like about eight weeks ago, they lack a, a pressure forward. They lack pressure and intensity sometimes. And perhaps, Leper, it's because purely talented players have never really had to do it that hard in their juniors and it doesn't come natural to oh, them. You want me to comment on that? <laughs> 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 Gee, it's still going to throw me out of the bus there, isn't it? We cut you out of the oh, rest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. That's Kennedy pointing. There's, uh, we're talking about Menegola just walks through here. There's a lot of pointing. Who's got him? Who hasn't? I haven't. Somebody else should have him. There's a lot of delegation, but no doing. There is That happens a lot in games, funny enough. I, I know when I mean, we cut up a lot of vision and you see times where you're thinking and pointing too much than actually doing. And, and that can happen, particularly when you're playing a zoning-type defence at times and, and holes will open. Mm. Sometimes coaches just cop that. As, as an errand, will cop that one for the, you know, the eight or ten other times it works. So without knowing exactly what was supposed to happen and who was going to take her, usually at some point someone has to close that last... That last bit down. Yeah. Yep. Hear that loud one? That was Robbo just walking <laughs> around. <laughs> this time every night. Um, and what about the frustration? Go on. Go on. No, what, go. what about the frustration when we saw on the weekend with GWS couldn't get Jonathan Patton on the ground? So he's basically sat off you know, yep. 10 of the last 11 minutes. How hard it's is growing. It? Yeah, how hard is that? Oh, is it eight minutes? Something like that. Oh, you should want to be in the coach's box right then. And yeah, listen yeah, to Leon Cameron, right. wouldn't you? The last five. Yeah, look, obviously rotations are rotations. They're a very important part of the game. But... I still wouldn't think GWS would want him off the ground that long. Could you um, get to a stage where a player would actually make the call? There's seven minutes left, mate. I know my lights come up and it's my time to go off, but you know what? I'm winning here. I'm flying. I'm Do you mean have someone a look like at me. Jack Rewell? Neville, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, flying. Yeah, yeah, look, I think and I think that's what your leaders do pretty well. At times, often, the other, the opposite happens. You know, like a Dusty, I think, I want to be in that particular play, went for a big run. There was 90 seconds left and he's coming off the ground. And you're like, mm. no, just go forward. Yeah. Like, two things. You don't want to waste a rotation probably in the last minute of a quarter either because you only yeah. got so many to play with. But also, just go on, go forward and, and hold there. So it can before, happen both ways. Before you go, the rotation light is yes. up. <laughs> and on comes Mr Nathan Brown. Here we go. Welcome, Brown. If Brownie. it's a sports bet, a man who doesn't like to go here off the we ground. Go. No. Would, wouldn't, go, mate. wouldn't go to the bench? Wait. No, no, no. I'm the odd one out here because all you guys were all teammates well, and you were the coach. What was it? 2000 and what? 
99 and 2000, yeah. 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 You, had, you had these guys in Ireland. Oh, really? How'd they go? Oh, I did you too. promised you bring, wouldn't bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I just raised <laughs> this part of it. It was a long time ago. I was yeah. 24 years of age. Okay, <laughs> we'll let you control the answer then. No, I'm did I'm you enjoy it? How'd you go with these blokes? Oh, fantastic. They... Oh, did yeah, they was play? He, was oh, they were average at playing. But they, <laughs> he made that more than the players. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> no. running home one night with a can of Kill Penny. <laughs> there was a rickshaw once, <laughs> and I was in the rickshaw getting a lift home at 3am, and I looked out, and they, the boys had to be in by a certain time, and Brandy and a couple of the boys were running back, and I went, no, good coach wouldn't do that. So I got out and ran and put him in the rickshaw. Yeah, <laughs> now, what have you got for us, mate? 24 up promo is uh, flying along, and we've called this one the Dermot. The Bombers last week... A minute in the last quarter, they got paid out. They went 27 points up. Uh, Bombers fans are happy, but then they went along and lost. So Boom. Bombers fans aren't happy. That's uh, one you'd be very happy about. Now, <laughs> Adelaide Dogs, perfect one for 24 up because Adelaide, uh, the five games we've had so far, have been paid out before quarter time on three occasions. So Adelaide get out the really big scores early. First goal scorer, I've been banging on about Ben Brown. It's, it's, it's getting tired how many times? Six times. So I've gone on to someone new. Six times he's done it so far. He did it last week. Jack Rewalt, I think, this week. Two out of the last three weeks, he's done it four times this year. He's at $7 to be the first goal scorer. Probably about the best back has been West Coast. They've got a lot of players back in. Port Adelaide, five games against top eight sides. Haven't had a win yet. No Kennedy. Which brings me to my last bit. I did some, a heap of work on this one. The Coleman medal. I thought Josh Kennedy was going to be playing. I came in here. He was going to be $6. Only six goals behind. I thought that's really good value. He's not playing. He's out to $8. So he's only six goals behind Josh Kennedy. So I still think he can get there with a couple of big games. And before you, we go to a break, do you know when the last team was uh, to make the finals without beating a team in the finals? I there was a team... Was it Melbourne 1950? He's right. You're on yeah. okay, no, I think just from around. Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah. No, we didn't. No, really really good memory. I was thinking yeah. of that research. Gamble responsibly, David. Yeah. Most certainly. Yeah. Off you go. <laughs> We're going to a break. <laughs> And yes, Lindsay, we're on again. Uh, <laughs> just looking at my data. I was just looking, um, talking about big goal kickers. Oi, Matthews, I thought he kicked 14. He only kicked 11. That was his max. Had 41, but... Had <laughs> 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 41 touches. Kicked, kicked 11. So, sorry, I digress. Let's push on. Clearly you have. Yeah, yeah. No, I was yeah. just... Nice, nice little aside there. Don't know what that's got to do with anything. But anyway, we'll here we go. North Melbourne take on Fremantle. And you have to read out the first game player. Oh. His name is... And we're oh. sorry to Mr. and Mrs. It's nice. What's his name? Nice. N-Y-H-U-I-S. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. On good authority, I hope. Yes. <laughs> well, good luck to no, the young man. It. It's great. We love the first game is coming in. Absolutely. Have an impact. But they've got some other key inclusions as well with he, Kurt Hill... Back in the run, Kirsten uh, Blakely has come back from his surfing trip, so he's right to uh, to go again as well. So. I've got to say, I saw what I thought was the best small forward, midfield forward game of the season. That's why I was looking it up. 
Michael Walters. Yeah, we're looking up Lee Matthews, small I forward. I knew there'd be a link leper. Sometimes no. it just comes from nowhere, but that's that where right. it was. Michael Walters, he's, what image do you have? 32 and 30. six goals. Mm. It was extraordinary. When, you, when you're planning against him, you've got to have a specific matchup. Don't yeah, you? he actually tore it apart when he played Richmond also. They got you in yeah, round nine? Yeah, 38. Yeah, he did, and he, um, he's an amazing player. He, uh, they give him the ball a lot too. Um, he, he's, you know, he's re they're really adamant to make sure he does a lot of their running and distributing mm. work, so... Yeah, amazing. He's added, he's added some really high energy to to their midfield when you look at the both Hill boys as well. When when those three are three are out there, it's uh, quite daunting for some of your players around the contest. Yeah, it does, and, it, it, and they also complement um, the rest of their midfielders yeah. as well. They're taller, yeah. bigger, stronger midfielders as well. I tell us about. I mean, you mentioned Hill. I didn't realise how hard Brad Hill works, and in that game, I think he had a reasonable game at the MCG. Well, they both did. Yeah. Works extremely hard. Yeah, Walters and Hill were both electric mm. that day. Yeah. So yeah, they're really tough to match up on those guys. It actually, yeah, it's good to say, you know, run with Bradley Hill, but go mm. do it. It's, yeah, uh, it's easier said than done. Yeah, you mentioned um, uh, Hill as a recruit going back to the. Dockers there. We just put together a, a list of recruits, the great recruits for 2017, from AFL team to AFL team. We'll skip forward to the next game now. Lions has been fantastic for the Gold Coast. Hill's in there. Tui, uh, as I said, Lions. Hibbard, Brad Hill, Tom Mitchell, obviously, at Hawthorne, and Nan Curvis, the boy mm. you mentioned before. There's been some good gets mm. this year from within the league, hasn't there? Oh, absolutely. Um, you're always trying to find that one piece of gold every year in the, in the trade period. That somebody else undervalues? Yeah, yeah. You could probably only say this at, when you go into a trade period, only two, maybe three stars that might transfer from yep. club to club, and the rest are somewhere behind that. But to, to get the result from mm. six or seven players already for clubs, big, big outputs, that's a, you'd be really happy with that. Now, somebody's mentioned Tom Lynch and his leading. Who wants to take us through that? I'm not oh. going to throw to you this week. <laughs> oh, well, at least I've probably seen the vision before you threw me like last week. Right, Tom Lynch, and we spoke last week, he'd had a couple of quiet weeks, struggled with his contested marks and his power to get off uh, his opponent. And we just see his work rate last week. And, and we, when the great research I was doing midweek found out that he had a bit corky in his lower back, so couldn't get around, but he pushed hard out onto the... You know, the, the fat side to create space. And he, we know at his very best, and Lepper, you'd see this firsthand, mm. at his very best, he's one of the hardest working key forwards in the game. Yeah, he is, and that's why he gets all those accolades, because yeah. he can get up the ground like you see here, but also, you know, dominate really clean with the hands, um, you know, stick the knee up and, and maximise those 1v1. Won't one go to one. ground. 1v2, even opportunities, he can, he can mark those. So, yeah, obviously had a little form slump. Um, yeah. It's just for a small period there. Often happens. We never know, do we? Mm. They play injured at times, don't That's they? Right. And yeah. we we often criticise them for it. Um, but yeah, he's a he's makes a others player. move though. And when you've got forty metre leads like that to really dangerous positions, it makes you want to go then. So mm. you can see that he's going to mark uncontested on centre wing. Mm. So as the next forward wrapping around or a midfielder pushing to to space or back on in that forty five, you know that uh, you're you're a big chance to to get the ball pretty much and and have an effect continue going forward. So runs like that mm. make others work. Oh, he's extremely welcome at Richmond any time. Looking at their opponents, um, Sydney, Sydney, just, you know, obviously we all know how they had a poor start, but they're young guys. I mean, you need your experienced players to play well, no doubt about that. But you look at their younger guys that are just week in, week out, standing up now. Papley, Hewitt, uh, Florent, uh, 
Heaney, Mills, Newman, Zach Malik Jones. Newman's been real good. Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd just racks them up as well. Yeah. And they've got really good depth all yeah. of a sudden. They're really back Lloyd in as their distributor and kick-in player as well. Yeah. Uh, one thing I like about Sydney is their defence numbers have come down considerably. You know, the first seven rounds to the back. They're, yep. they're the, best, or the best team at um, not getting scored against in the competition at the moment the last month. So yep. they've really tightened that part of their game up, um, which, you know... They're a super team, hard to beat. If, if and when they probably do climb up the ladder and, and get in the eight, uh, geez, you wouldn't want to play them at all, that's yeah. for sure. Because they're so powerful in the middle and they're those big, heavy and great contested ballers, they obviously need Zach Jones and, and uh, Lloyd out of the back half with a bit of pace. Can the Gold Coast pace out of the back half? Sardi and Harbour, can that trouble them? That's going to be the game, whether Gold Coast's extreme uncontested possession game uh, get going or mm. if Sydney's new defence, as we just mentioned, just um, just close them down. I, I think probably in Sydney, you know, that, that venue at Sydney probably get, you know, that... that that stranglehold, but geez, yep. if, Ga if Gary Ablett and his boys, well, he's not playing, but yeah. if they get to get on their um, game, um, yeah, they're going to be really hard to beat. Um, you mentioned Zach Jones was playing. Just, and I've been had my head buried in something else all week, so I haven't heard. How did he get off? And I know you were. No, an I was an advocate for him yeah. getting off because he so just he take me through that. He ran through the ball. He touched the ball on the way through. Player coming this way, tracking the ball. He ran out the ball. He collected the ball. What? Trying to pick it up like that? As he saw him about there, he went. Like that. Contact coming. Bang. You're, and a, they ge you're a genius to get him off. <laughs> yeah. You're I'm only a... used to making that call because that's what Bundy said to you when you were getting a game ahead of him. Oh, he said I was Dirty on you because you were a zero agate possessor. That's a little surprise. Sorry. <laughs> Let's go to the next game. Adelaide take on the Western Bulldogs. Now, you guys lost to Adelaide big in yeah. round six. What do they do that really hurts you? Oh, what, they protect their defence really well and then they start their, their offensive chain. They're a really good yeah. turnover team and if you allow them to be which teams obviously spend a lot of work on Adelaide now I mean if there's any yeah. team you you want to really study at the moment um, it's that the was Adelaide a good day to Robo. <laughs> hello Robo. Mark so that, was, so that was it yeah so since your game they put a lot of focus on Sloan and in particular probably Laird off their half back line yeah, exactly. And those guys are so, such good at protecting their defence and creating extra numbers behind the ball to yep. start their offensive change. So yep. you've got to be careful and, and sort of just manage the outside of their game because they're, they're so good at getting those release players. It, gee, Tom Lynch, two weeks in a row with the virus. That must be a serious well, take down, that, isn't He's it? coming back. He's lost five kilos. Yes. Wow. So it was not a pretty bad way. So mm. hopefully he's going to be back in a week or two. But he's an important player as well as that link player. He is. He's, uh, I don't know what name you give that forward, a conduit for one that mm. sort of links the, the back to the forward. And because he's, he's his height and size, you play a bigger guy on him. Yeah. Geez, you've got to be able to run to, mm. to play on him as well. Yeah. And uh, Johannesson and Stringer, I, I watched Stringer, I've written my article tomorrow about him. It's just a few observations. But Johannesson, they were, I think they were number two in the competition for effectiveness of bringing the ball from back half into their front half. Almost the day after Johannesson gets tagged, they've gone to 16th inability of bringing the ball from back half to front half. Yep. So it's a massive impediment on their game while he's getting tagged. They have to find a way through this. Yeah, and it's a challenge. You know, the tagging has seemed to come back a little bit more in vogue than it has. And, yeah, tagging those outside... Obviously, Sloan, he's not a complete outsider, but he's a possession game player. Yep. Um, Johannesson as well. So everyone, everyone sort of mm. tends to find out who's the most damaging player um, of that opposition. Everyone have a different thought on who that is and, and what style it is, but... Um, it seems to be working against them, so teams often 
keep doing it, don't mm. they? So now no Robert Murphy as well. There's there's run. Biggs provides a little bit of run out of the back line. Matty Boyd back into the into the lineup. So he, you know, Matty Boyd's going to get his 25, and that's where they'll be looking to, I suppose, mm. fill a little bit of that void of, He's of distribution coming off half, though, off isn't half he, back. His short kick. Yeah, yeah, make yeah. sure they retain possession Good. coming out of coming out of the back half of the ground. Liver back into the middle, so they'll be looking some grunt through that part of the ground. And Clay Smith back in for. For Tory Dixon, so hasn't had too many opportunities of, of late uh, Clay Smith, but that's a huge challenge for, for the Western Bulldogs, I think, especially through the midfield. The Crouch brothers last week, in the last quarter, had 22 spot disposals between the two of them, and that pretty mm. much got them over the line against, uh, against the Blues, who started just to run out of a little bit of steam. But to, to Matty Crouch in particular, I think his rise in, in the competition is, is growing rapidly. Carlton gave... Well, Hawthorne gave Carlton a bit of a blueprint, and Carlton have carried it on. Yep. Adelaide, you've got the ball. It's a set, shot, a set kick down the back flank, and Adelaide's set up down the middle of the ground, down that side of the ground to the narrow side of the boundary. And we heard Luke Hodge mic'd up and he said, go back and around, retreat and come around to go back and around. And Carlton did, because they actually like using the horseshoe mm, kick mm. around the back line. And they pretty well denied Carlton, uh, Adelaide a lot of the footy. Is that a blueprint you're going to wander in with uh, v Adelaide? Well, I think, well, watching Carlton last week, it was 24 zip. Adelaide went bang, 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 and it was, you know, everyone thought how far Adelaide. And then Carlton took about 10 minutes off the clock in that first quarter and kicked one goal. And it just seemed to build confidence within within their lineup. They started to get their structures right. They retained possession. Blokes were starting to get a handle of the ball, and it was just a little uh, a slight grow, growth like that, taking time off the clock. Oh, I think Carlton have done that well to all the good teams this year, so yeah. I, I wouldn't undersell them. I, I think Charlie Cameron. So that's their normal. Mode. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think Charlie Cameron's the, oh, the difference. Big, yeah. I, I think he's probably their most defensive. Forward. I mean, they've got yeah. some, probably the most talented forward group in the competition. He and Miller would get up too high and they, yeah, they use their pace to get through. He's the one that can really, uh, you know, I'd love the little small forwards, yeah, don't I? But yeah, he's yeah. the one that can really dart in and, yep. and add that extra bit of pressure um, to help them lock yeah, the ball away. Call. And how do you, when when he comes off the back flank at centre bounces, what do you do about it? It's a challenge. He's, again, he's probably one of the better ones that are just given his pace and yeah. that, that free run. He can actually pretty much get past the centre circle by the time the ball hits the ruckus <laughs> yeah, hand. Right, yeah. he's, that, he's that quick. So he's a real challenge. Uh, teams have tried different things to either to match him back the other way, you try and run him with him, which is a challenge again, or, or you meet them off the sides. Yeah. I know some teams have tried two plays, so whichever side he goes, you why can pick him up. So yeah. it, there's so many sides? things to do. <laughs> no, why aren't sides getting physical coming off the wing, Derm? I know you know. We rolled that out last mean, year. I didn't mean to come up nice with that. Nice bit of but, footage. But in a way, why aren't sides coming off and actually... It's a physical game. You are, in a way, allowed to, to block that run or put a bump on if they are within, within range of the with range of the football. We're not seeing any of that. It's just uncontested every side, every time coming through the middle of the ground. Yeah, and sometimes you find both teams are, are doing they're it as doing well. It, yeah. So it's very, very tactical, the centre square bounce. Probably the most tactical part of the game is, mm. is what you do there. You've got 45 seconds to set it up, so a long time to, to come up with something. Yeah, that's right. Just before we finish up, um, how many did you kick on Wayne Carey from centre-half back? Eight, I think. That was eight, yeah. That was a five. Well, it's been, it's been 15 years, so it's just sort of <laughs> I got yeah, it in yes. for you. Oh, well done, Lynch. Uh, fantastic having you come in. We wish you all the best for the rest of you and the Tigers, especially this weekend. Thanks. Thanks so much.